With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Don't forget to vote for us in the Sports Podcast Awards from the link in our bio. This is Umar Ahmed for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Just to address why we're doing this over the phone, uh, Billy Joe Saunders with me. You don't have Zoom, so phone call it is. Billy? Yeah, I got you, mate. Yeah, we're on, mate. I'm telling the people why we ain't doing this over Zoom. We're on the phone, so. I'm not, listen, I'm not, I'm not high tech, am I? Do you know what I mean? Really? I thought you were very savvy. Nah, mate, I'm fucking, I'm dyslexic, can't read, can't write, can't spell. Do you know what I mean? I'm in a, one of them. What can you do? It's all right, a phone call will do. Um, how's life been, Bill? Haven't spoke for a while. Yeah, been good, mate. Just um, still enjoying a bit of family life. You know, just uh, having a bit of time with the kids and other bits and bobs and being a little bit free for once. But yeah, mate, all good. All good apart from that, just... You know, obviously, just put myself out there a little bit. Apart from that, not winning, though, I'm losing. I need to lose a bit of weight, do you know what I mean? Get in shape. Different story. Well, you said you're putting yourself out there. Obviously, your name was brought up at the press conference last night for Eubank and Williams. Ben Shalom dropped your name. Um, you didn't really make any comments last night, etc. So, he said you've been having phone calls with him. Is that true? Um... Ben rang me, yeah, he got my number, he rang me and said about um, talking about the fight, but obviously we didn't go into details or bits of bobs, obviously I'm still under contract with uh, with the zone, so, and obviously he's not with the zone, so, you know, I don't know what sort of agreement they will come to there to make the fight, um, but yeah, I'm sure they could get together and the fight could be made, I'm sure. All right, before we get into that, Billy, what did you make of the fight last night itself, obviously a points win for you, Bank Junior? <sighs> I just think, listen, I think that I don't know if the weight had any issue with Liam Williams. I looked at him on the scales and uh, I thought, you know, he looked a bit weight drained. We've all been there before. Uh, He looked a little bit drawn in. Maybe a new trainer, maybe doing the weight differently. Um, But to be honest with you, I think that 
he under he didn't really he didn't have a good night. You know, he, he was it was sort of like he waited for that moment. There was all the talk, and there was Nank really. He didn't have the luck on his side. You know, I think that Eubank when Eubank can outbox somebody, that's when you you know you've had a bad night. Um, you know, his his boxing ability like a baby draft, just been born, come out. It's, it was terrible. I mean, to try to put himself, his style, imitate the style of, you know, the great Roy Jones Jr. Is just, it's, it's, I don't know what it is. Like, it's not even boxing, is it, to be fair? I mean, I don't know what it was. But listen, Liam had a very, I've seen Liam spar better than that. Not making excuses for him. Um, he got beat fair and square. To be honest with you, I had it, I had it very wide on the scorecards for Eubank, you know? Well, yeah, there were four rounds or three rounds with, 10-8 rounds, so obviously that was going to be the case. What did you make of the, the knockdowns, Bill? Because obviously he was running into Eubank and, and the momentum took Well, look, I think that, listen, you know, to get knocked down by a jab or something like that, you know, you've either got to be weight drained or, you know, you're a bit shot drawn. I don't think he's shot drawn because, you know, he ain't really, he, he's a good little fighter. He's been in with, obviously, people, R.A. Smith twice um, and him now, but... You know, I don't know if it was, you know, he's, he, I don't think it's wear and tear. I just think that new surroundings, maybe done the weight a bit different, maybe a little bit of, you know, free roaming to himself a little bit rather than a bit strict how Dominic Ingle is. Um, everything can play a part leading up to a big fight. I know that I've been in big fights. You know, I've won them, lost one. So I know what, you know, what you need to do and how you need to play a big fight going forward. And sometimes, you know, I've changed trainers before and sometimes for the good, sometimes for the bad. And uh, sometimes it gels, it clicks, but sometimes it don't. I mean, it's always the case. Adam Booth would try to make Liam into a clever sort of thinking fighter where Liam's got to where he's got to because he's a good fighter. You know, he's a very good fighter, Liam. Um... But, you know, he's obviously practised more fighting than what he has boxing. And when you come to someone like Adam Booth, you can't just adapt in, you know, weeks. It's very, it's very difficult to do that. Billy, I know you've said that you were very disappointed in Liam's performance and that you've seen him spar bet, etc. But do you give, and you don't have to, you don't have to, but I'm just asking, do you give Junior any credit for last night's win? Was there improvement? No, I'll give, listen, I'll give, I'll give credit to everybody. Everybody. But, you know, you can take credit from that. But realistically, like, Liam has boxed for a world title. Liam's achieved more than him. You know, Liam has boxed for a world title, really, and put up. You know, I know he, um, Eubanks won the IBO, is it, whatever it is. But realistically, you can't really class that. So, you know, I, I do give him credit, obviously, because whoever gets in the ring, Boxes, you know, he come away with the win. You got to give someone credit, but as a person, obviously, and as as a performance, you couldn't really judge and say it was a good performance because you know, if you listen to a lot of the commentary, they had it a lot. You know, they without the knockdowns, they had it close. So, you know, you, I can give him his credit for his win, but it wasn't a Mama Dali or Roy Jones sort of fight, was it? To be fair, do you think Chris Eubank Jr. is an improved fighter, though, Bill? Has he improved? I haven't really watched much of him, to be honest. I was watching it last night, and you couldn't really tell if he's improved or not. But you know, thirty-two-year-old, uh, not been, you know, ain't been world champion, still not world champion at thirty-two. What's he playing on boxing to his forty-two? Holding his title for ten years or something? I don't know. But you know, I can't give someone much credit because 
I haven't seen him in there with anybody who's credible for yet. Let him fight somebody who's a good, credible opponent and see what happens. And, you know, myself, George Groves, you know, and um, so on. So he hasn't really stepped up that level again to say, well, I've seen him at this level. He's been boxing for many years. I boxed him for the British Commonwealth and European, you know, so I've seen him at this level for years. Um, but obviously every time he stepped up against world champions, he's obviously come off second best. So when he steps up and, you know, he beats somebody with, you know, a registered fire, then obviously you'll have to give him credit. But until then, I've always said he won't be world champion. He'll never be world champion because I know what it takes to be world champion. I've shared the ring with him. He hasn't got it. Well, the names that keep cropping up are Golovkin and Murata, but they, they've got a contract at the moment. They've got to fulfil that. The two other names are, of course, yourself last night that people were talking about. And Conor Ben put himself out there for the fight. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think myself personally, I, I love Conor Ben. He's my favourite fighter at the minute to watch him. I watched him box in the York Hall once and I thought, oh, he was lucky. And to see him from there to how he performs now, he's, he's turned me into a big fan. If one of his biggest. Um, I loved his dad. And, you know, and the reason why I'm his fan, because I can see how much he's improved, bit down in his gumshill, gone away and learned with his trainer and, you know, and really put it into place. So I've got nothing but respect for him. And if he got a catch weight down and, you know, you bang got to come down maybe 11 stone maybe, then I fancy kind of been in the fight. We know if uh, you and Junior happens this rematch, it will have to be at super middleweight. Um, do you think you can do the weight comfortably, Bill, for the summer? Do I think I can do the weight comfortably? It doesn't matter if I can do it comfortably or not with him. I could do it half dead and still beat him. So, you know, that, that won't be the issue. I wouldn't care if it was at 12 stone, 13 stone, 11, 6, 11 stone. He's, he hasn't got what it takes to beat me. So, it's one of them, mate. But listen, earbox when I'm ready. Earbox and, and go when I'm ready. At the end of the day, he hasn't really done anything in the game apart from his dad's name where you can let someone call the shots. You know what I'm saying? I've tried to deal with them many times before under Frank Warren and they're very difficult people to deal with. But I'll be moving forward, obviously, dealing with them myself personally and going on. So if they want to talk about it, let them get on the phone and see what, uh, see what they're offering, eh? Well, I know uh, Callis Allen, obviously, is his promoter, is going to have this view. Callis actually a friend. I'll speak to Callis yeah, a lot. Yeah. But, but Callis said uh, last night, yeah, let's do Eubank Saunders too. Now, you're a two, former two-weight world champion, uh, boxed Canelo in one of the biggest fights we've seen in recent times. So, obviously, you're going to say it's Saunders, Eubank too. What do you think about them saying it's Eubank Saunders? Well, uh, I, I think that Callis Allen is a very, very, very good promoter, one of the best in the world you know, promote the best in the world. He's very knowledgeable in boxing and he's a very clever man. So I think to make this deal and fight happen, it obviously don't matter who's on the post and who's not. But as a neutral, he'll have to vote in my favour anyway for the amount of experience he's got. You know, anybody of any brain knows it'll be Saunders Eubank. So I think that won't get in the way with the negotiations for this fight if Keller's involved because, you know, he's very on the ball and he's been around the game a long time. And is £5 million still the figure? Well, listen, obviously, my promoter, obviously, Eddie Earn, which I've not really heard from. I don't think I've got his number and he hasn't got mine yet. But, listen, if Keller wants to get involved, no problem putting off a forward. Um, 
date, place, venue when they're thinking and we get the ball rolling. It's not a big problem. I'm ready to, it's, it's good sitting down, but then you get bored of it. I can see why fighters now, You, you when you see fighters come back now this day and age, you think, oh yeah, people say, oh yeah, they must be coming back for the money or they're coming back for this and that. But realistically, you, it's boredom. You're thinking, fuck me, you know, you've you got your little businesses running here and there, but it ain't like, obviously, the boxing life, you know? So, but it still don't mean I wouldn't, I wouldn't start coming back for, you know, a fight that's not high profile, that's the thing. So it's got to be them sort of fights to get you up and think, do you know what, let's get to camp, you know, because apart from that, you're just going to do your twiggling training back home. And I wouldn't bother getting back in the ring, obviously, at, at certain levels. Yeah, I understand that. Just away from yourself, just to close off, Bill, obviously um, a couple of weeks ago, the uh, purse bids happened for Fury and White and Frank Warren won it at $41 million. Um, were you keeping up with that? Yeah, I mean, look, you got Frank Warren, I've got nothing but respect for. Uh, you know, I've dealt with him sometimes, not even contract, shake of hands. You know, so there you go. Like, obviously, when, when the deal's done and that, then you put yourself in contract. But, like, word of mouth, he's, he's, he's a very good promoter. And I think that he knew he was in a great position with them purse bids because, you know, Tyson being the champion, Tyson being the people's champion, you know, um, obviously, Frank, Frank done his maths about what he can make back in England. He's a good businessman. So it's one of them, you know, Eddie, to be fair to him, was probably up against it. Um, he was probably up against it because of the split. And, um, you know, it doesn't matter if you're the Earl, Bob Arum, whoever you want to be, Frank Warren, if you're in that position, you're always going to lose that sort of, that bid really, to be fair. Yeah, and uh, the so, fight itself, you know, Fury think, and White? Sorry? I said the fight itself, your thoughts on it, Fury and White? Do you know what, listen, obviously that, Pete was going to say, naturally, I'm going to go with Tyson. Yeah, because he's my mate. But listen, I, I like Dylan. He's a very good mate as well. I speak to him personally. But I've always had my thoughts on Tyson as being the best for the weight, the best I've seen for an heavyweight. You know, and being around him and his aura, and, and now he is at the moment, it's going to take a serious, serious, serious fighter, you know, to untangle him. But Derek's a good fighter himself. Dillian's a good fight himself you know he's boxed Derek Jazor them two good fights we see him obviously get knocked out and come back so we know that he's got the art there he's not gun shy we know that he's got everything there he's got balls you know he's got art so it's got the making of a good fight you know it's not one of those fights where you're going to go yeah you know it's one million percent going to be Tyson Fury because at heavyweight everybody's got that shot but as you've seen Tyson before laying up the floor like the Undertaker and his Ryzen. So it's going to take, it's going to be very, very difficult for that man to get beat. Okay, Billy Joe Saunders, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV. Is there a final message to Chris Eubank Jr. and Keller Sowland um, ahead of a potential rematch? Uh, not really, mate. No, I've got no message. Kelly's, Keller Sowland's a very clever man. So, you know, he's, I'll leave it to him, mate. He knows. Obviously, I've got a team, he's got a team. You know, so get in contact myself and we get rocking and rolling, boys. <laughs> well, just, just about to, um, we're just about to go swimming in the river at the minute, so I've got to let you go. Who are you with? Just a couple of friends. You're going swimming at half eight in the river? Yep, we're off in the river, yeah, nude. Well, enjoy your Sunday night in the river. Um, Where did you come? I'm a bit far away from you, aren't I? Oh, mate, no problem. I'd rather spend my night in bed, so... Robin. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Billy Joe Saunders, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV, and we'll speak uh, soon, all right? Thank you for listening to the IFL TV podcast, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.